So the bookie cut of Bridgerton season two goes as follows. Eloise and Penelope bumped heads as friends. The longer that Eloise, uh, the longer that, um, Penelope had to keep her identity, secret identity as Lady Whistledown under wraps, the closer, um, Eloise's discovery of her converged. When they finally made that intersection and, um, Eloise and Penelope finally confronted each other, they stopped being friends. The end. That's exactly what happened. Other than that, notable mentions, Eloise, she ended up finding uh, a guy by the, his last name is Shop, Sharp. I think it's Tom Sharp. He was the one who had um, exposed her to the feminist literature and she would sneak off and she would go see him and, um, you know, hear people, political radicals make statements that, you know, at the time were scandalous. She grew to like him and she wanted to share her thoughts about the things that he would share with her to read. So she likes him. Unfortunately, she was caught by one of the queen's uh, guards. He followed her one day and discovered that she was there. He told the queen and then the queen decided she was going to put two and two together and say, oh, so your lady whistled down. Eloise was trying her best to explain to the queen that no, I am not. When she uh, told Penelope about this, Penelope was uh, perplexed as she often is to figure out how she could solve this problem and the only way that she could reduce to figure this out was to expose something about Penelope that Penelope would never want to excuse me to expose something about Eloise that Eloise would never tell about herself and all she basically said was that Eloise has been carrying on a scandalous unchaperoned you know, uh, meeting with this sharp guy. And so everybody in town was whispering. Um, at this point, Eloise and Penelope, you know, Penelope's secret is still safe. The place that Penelope was originally uh, printing her whistle-down stuff down at the shop where Tom, the printing shop where Tom Sharp worked, she had to leave that and she had to go find another place. And so she started to do it at this French seamstress's shop so um the french seamstress had the secret and you know eloise she started to put two and two together and she decided that you know the french lady had something to gain by helping with that and so she was right about that but she never confessed um everything came to to a head one night when um they were at a ball and eloise stood next to um Penelope Penelope was trying to urge her to stay away from Tom Sharp she was hating hard and the reason she was hating was because Tom Sharp was way too close for comfort he was going to be able to expose her secret and she and the only way she could keep that secret was to hate on Eloise from talking to him so one night when um Eloise had decided you know what I quit I'm not gonna go talk to Tom anymore because the queen's henchman saw me and the only way that I can think of to keep him safe and to try to repair my family's reputation is just to stay away. I quit. I'm done. So Penelope is happy about this. She links arms back up and she's like, well, then maybe we can be cool again. So they stand in there and she's like, oh, look at that. That, you know, um, gentleman over there, he is said to have, you know, 
ruby mines or what have you somewhere and then she stares at the lady across the room and she's like yeah look at how she set up her you know dress and how her bosom looks and it's no wonder why she's you know moving it toward his direction now because she knows that he's got some kind of fortune coming in and for the first time Eloise it dawns on Eloise that not only is her friend um curiously sounding like Mrs. Whistledown but there she is Miss Whistledown because she says it in the same kind of prose that Whistledown uses when she writes her little pamphlet so Eloise confronts Penelope and they confess and they have a, a knockdown drag out fight where both accuse each other of being cowards of only talking game and never doing anything Eloise um she accuses Penelope of being too afraid to stand up for herself in real life and Penelope accuses Eloise for always talking shit but never walking shit so Eloise ends the whole thing by saying I don't ever want to talk to you again I don't ever want to see you again um Penelope decides that by the end of the season that she's still going to write and at the end instead of giving you that satisfaction of saying you know Penelope whatever the hell the last name is a Featherington I think um she still writes that her name is you know miss whistledown so season two ends with penelope and eloise beefing i don't think they ever got cool again and um penelope is still miss you know lady whistledown uh penelope is unceremoniously and brutally shot down by the Bridgerton boy the entire time his name is Colin and the only reason why I know that is because she just says it so much for the rest of the season uh and the way he shoots her down one time was just directly where he said you know I don't even see you as a woman you're you're, you're not a woman to me you're my best friend and you know he continues to pour salt in the wound as the season continues because he's like it's just dawning it it is dawning on me that you have always been faithful to me you've never left my side and miss delacroix which is the french lady who was helping her her new distributor of miss whistledown's work she was like he was like you know she was right penelope does love you do love me and you are always going to be you know you've always been faithful to me and instead of this making penelope happy it makes her feel worse because he's saying it in complete friend zone zone or what have you um he has turned into a bit of an alcoholic this season because he feels directionless he doesn't feel like anything is popping for him and it's just like dude go back to Greece and something can pop for you um so there's that um and that's it um Bridgerton I don't think I'm gonna be able to take this this pain again guys uh this book has this series that is based on a set of books uh keeps going it's got many books in the season so I don't see this season ever slowing down it's not going anywhere it was only eight episodes this season and I see them never stopping with this but I'm not going to be able to do it it sucks it is bad it is not good and this one you guys I can't I just can't take it anymore so this this will end my jaunt with um Bridgerton because it's just bad it is a farce um, my recommendation for anybody who, for some reason, enjoys this kind of um, entertainment, if I can be so gracious as to call it that, if you decide to do a personal cut of it, the Penelope and the Eloise cut is a really good cut to do because you can avoid the other cringe stuff. You're not going to avoid the cringe totally, but they are the only two who 
who have a piece of a story to tell and where I did not enjoy it, it was better than all the rest of them, than looking at everything else. So if, if that is something that interests you, you may be able to proceed that way. Otherwise, I thank you for listening to the bookie cut of Bridgerton season two. I am so glad to be done with this. And hopefully, if you decide that you're going to dip your toe into Bridgerton waters, at least these episodes that I've done on this podcast will help to prepare you for what you will get. Thanks a lot. And I'll talk to you on the next episode. Mm-hmm.